Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Sunshine Podcast. This is yours truly, Dora Williams, and I am here with the Pam Prayer segment. Yes, the Pam Prayer segment. Prayers availeth much. We're so glad that you have joined us on today. And today I wanted to speak from my heart on today concerning matters of prayer, fasting, and the end time. Um... Here lately, I have been dreaming very, very heavy. Um, If anybody knows me, they know that I am a dreamer. God deals with me in visions, but I am a dreamer. And the enemy fights me with my sleep, in my sleep, because he knows that if I lay down, nine times out of ten, I'm going to dream. God is going to show me something through dreams. And... I think about two weeks ago, a week or two ago, I had a dream that scared me, shook me up. Um, But I immediately began to pray for the people of God, for this world, for this nation. Because we take, we're taking this thing as a joke. We we're taking prayer as just, you know, a gossiping tool, so to speak. Um, We don't take it serious at all. Um, And we really need to. It is time that we take prayer and God's word more serious now than ever before. Because about two weeks ago, like I said, I had a dream about the end. It was pretty much basically about the end time. Looked like in the dream. Looked like this whole world. I mean, the entire world. Not just the city. Not the city of the state of New York or the state of, I mean, the city of New York, the state of North Carolina, the state of Georgia only, or the state of, city of Connecticut, state of Connecticut. It was the whole entire world. It seemed as if a famine had hit this world. And looked like I saw a lot of burnt down houses as if people were trying to steal from those that were prepared. And they had food, water, shelter, and people were breaking in each other's homes and they were being shot. I saw dead bodies. Looked like people were setting people's homes on fire and looked like there were groups of people just on the street, just sitting along the side of the road. You could ride up the street and see nothing but people. And it was a lot more in depth of the dream. But what really caught my attention was... There were some people asking, where's the nearest church? Where is the nearest church? Because we need prayer. And that bothered me. Because there is going to come a time when people are going to run to the ch- to, to a church where they thought the church was located. And it's not going to be there. We already have people now don't want to go to church, don't care for the church, refuse to go to church. You have an opportunity now to go to the building to serve the Lord with other disciples, other Christians, and get what you need from the Lord to hear the word, to pray amongst other believers, and you won't. And there's going to come a day when you're going to desire, have that desire, and have a heart to go to the building to pray. Go to the building to get prayer from the pastor, the prophet, or the preacher, or the prayer warrior, and the building is not going to be there. Hear me on today. I'm not saying this to scare anybody, but truth must be told. 
It's going to get so bad, you're going to run to the churches. And they're going to be none. I need you to understand today that the church is you. We as individuals are the church, not that building. The people are saying we need the nearest church because we need prayer. And right then and there, and I know it was a dream, but someone should have stood up and said, I could pray for you. Let us join hands and pray together that something changes. We have to understand there's going to come a time. And we need to start now. Going to and fro. Praying and spreading God's word. We need to start now studying the word. As if there is going to be no more word. Because believe it or not. The mark of the beast is here. It hasn't gotten strong as it, it, it hasn't got out there bad yet. But the mark of the beast is here, y'all. And they're going to come a time when they're going to collect all the Bibles, yes. And if you be caught with a Bible, you're liable to be killed. And that's honest God truth. So if I were you, I would hide the word in my heart. I would study to show myself approved. I will read my word every chance I get. It's not so much as memorizing the scripture. But getting it in your spirit. So when they take up the Bibles, you will have it in your heart. You will need a hard copy Bible to read from because you'll be able to quote it. You'll be able to really say what that scripture means. And you'll be able to touch lives. Something's supposed to hit this land as never before. And we need to be able to speak the word, pray the word. And we need to be able to pray for those that are going to be lost, that are not going to be ready, that are not going to be prepared. We didn't think COVID was real. We didn't think a shortage would have ever hit the land. But COVID showed us better. And if y'all think that was a shortage, it it ain't going to be nothing compared to what's to come. So I warn you, heed me. I'm prophesying to you now. Hear me. Prepare now. Prepare now. Stock up now. Naturally and spiritually. Get some prayers stored up. Get some words stored up in your heart. You know you got children. Get some non-perishable items stored up. Get some female products stored up. Whatever you need for your home to survive. Because the shortage is coming and ain't no telling when. It will end this time. So my prayer is that we be ready for what's to come. You cannot say that no one's telling you these things are going to be. Because the prophets are talking. You're being warned even now. If you get up and go to Bible study in Sunday school. And get up and go to morning service and hear the word. You're being warned. You're being told. It's up to you to grab it and do something with it. So that when that that time comes. You won't be caught, caught off guard. You won't be caught without having what you need. Materialistically and spiritually. And even if you don't go to church or refuse to hear the pastor, the preacher, 
of the prophet. If you will pick up your Bible and dust your Bible off, the word says that these times shall be. It tells you. A lot of people around here, well, I don't believe in God and I don't believe in the Bible. But if you open that Bible and read it and compare it to what's going on, that should automatically change your belief that the Bible is real and it does not lie. Everything in that Bible is truth. Hands came to pass and gonna come to pass. It's time that we see God like never before for direction in our life, about our future, about what we need to do to start getting ready for what's gonna take place on the face of this earth, and to be prepared for his return because he's coming back. And the number of deaths that has hit this land over the past three or four years should help you realize time is not long as it has been. You don't have the time you think you have. Start now praying. Run the clock. You cannot pray too much. God needs to hear from you. And when you pray, wait for direction and instruction. And when you get it, follow through. Carry those instructions out. It's time for the people of God to rise up as never before and pray and seek the face of God. Some things only come by prayer and fasting. It's time to turn down that plate. Get this flesh under subjection so that you can hear God clearly as to what he has for you to do and where he needs for you to be, where he needs for you to go. Prayer is communicating with God. You cannot get communication and gossip mixed up. You can't talk to God like you do gossip with your friends. You have to come boldly before the throne of grace, humbly, humbling yourself before the throne of grace. You're not going to pray like the last, the next person does. You're not going to pray like your pastor. But if you're sincere, and you're going to have a real serious conversation with God, He's going to talk back to you if you listen. He's going to talk back to you if you listen. But he's not saying anything because no one's coming to him. The altar is empty. The altar is even dusty because we don't go to the altar no more and pray. We don't. The altar is empty. He shows up at the altar. No one's there. He shows up in the wee hours of the night. No one's awake. He shows up in service to speak to you and deal with you and touch you and give you what you need. You're not there. You don't show up for service. Bible study night is a question and answer. You can ask your pastor anything. And they'll answer based off the, the Bible. Give you a biblical answer. God is showing up through that leader to do that. You're not there to receive. So you can't blame the prophet. 
You can't blame the pastor. You can't blame the teacher. You can't blame the evangelist, missionary, deacon, saints, and friends. When you don't show up and do what you're supposed to do to get what you need to be successful in this thing. Come on, y'all. Let's let's do better in our prayer in praying. If you don't have a prayer life, establish a prayer life now. This thing is getting serious. This thing is getting serious. There's no need for us out here getting mad. Because these police are beating up our loved ones and killing our loved ones. There's no need in being angry. Because people of other races are taking the lives of our loved ones. Kidnapping our children. Teachers are abusing the children in the school system. Even children killing children. When you're not praying, seeking the face of God and doing what he has told you to do. You can't be mad and then don't do nothing. And it consistently happens and we're sent back doing nothing. We're not even praying to the Father. As the Lord what to do. Is there anything we can do to put a stop to this? To make this seesaw. We do know in his word, he said that these things will be. But we just can't sit down and get mad when we, we don't pray, we don't read our word. We don't go to church. We don't go to Bible study. Don't put our hands to the plow and work. Some of this unnecessary stuff can stop. It can. Some of this stuff is going to be. Killing, war, rumors of wars. The Bible speaks of that stuff. But all this other unnecessary stuff. It can be stopped that we would come together. Read our word. Follow the instructions of our leaders. And follow the instructions of God. It's things God may say you may not like, but it's for your good. Let's do better, y'all. Because there's things coming up on the face of this earth that if you're not prepared, if you're not ready, if you're not prayed up, if you're not fast up, if you don't have the word in your heart, you're not going to make it. Period, point blank. Let's do better and stop waiting until the last minute. Let's stop waiting until things happen before we want to call on the name of the Lord. You know you don't like it when your husband or your wife don't communicate with you. And then when things happen is when they want to start talking. Or your children don't went in the kitchen and broke a glass and won't say nothing to you and you go in there and find the glass broke up. And then they want to tell you when you already know. So stop doing God that way. Stop coming to God in the middle of a chaos. Wondering why, why this happened, why that happened. Stop waiting to the last minute to pray and seek the face of God. Because it's never too late, but it's too late. When someone's loved one gone, what is the service going to do? I'm, I'm just asking for myself. 
these shootings go on, then we want to come together then and have a service. We don't continue, but we have a service maybe once or twice. I put on a, a little short revival, and then what? We go back to doing the same thing we've been doing, not caring. Not having a concern. We got to do better, y'all. We have got to do better. I'm pleading with you this day. Get a relationship with God now. Establish a prayer life. Establish a prayer life with God now. Have the word in your heart now. And prepare. Prepare. Now, naturally and spiritually, prepare. 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 Father God, we thank you, Lord, for this time just to talk and to get some understanding of what's to come and what we need to do to get ready. Lord, that people have slacked along the way. They've shown little concern about what's going on in this land, God. But Lord, help us, God, to do better. Help us, God, to get to know you in the pardon of our sins. Help us, oh God, to put you first. Help us, oh God, to make you our Lord and Savior. Help us appreciate the fact that you will warn us about these things before they happen. And forgive us for not taking heed to what you have warned us about. And then later on, when when it has happened after the fact, we expect you to work all these miracles. Forgive us, Lord. Give us a mind to get a consistent prayer life. Get a relationship with you and study your word as never before. So when there are no churches, we can be in these streets, be in the church, be in the light. When there is no keyboard, when there is no praise break, when there is no Sunday school books, the word we have hid in our heart can come forth boldly to help save a life. That's out there wondering. That's out there lost and confused. Lord, help us not to be ignorant. But Lord, help us to be wise. Even in our natural life, help us to go ahead and prepare for the things to come. Help us to take life serious, oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, deep down inside, we know that you're going to take care of us. You're going to protect us. You're going to keep us. But in all that, we yet must use the wisdom that you gave us. We yet must be obedient and follow your instructions. And you're saying, prepare. Now. Lord, we give you glory for this lesson. We give you honor and praise. In Jesus' name, amen.